perfect spice choices for healthy food is important to manage chronic diseases. We have focused on a specific line of spices that can really fit your diabetic lifestyle. Our spice flavors are a game changer. We have created unique blends of all-purpose seasonings that are salt-free, gluten-free, with no additives and preservatives, great for chronic conditions like high blood pressure, obesity, and heart disease. These spices contain antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal properties, and improve digestive function and metabolism. Choose Diabetic Cuisine Spices for your family to feel more safe, confident, and support healthy aging. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. I am your girl, Butterbee Rocker. Listen, we have an amazing show for you today. I'm super excited about this young lady. We are talking about transforming trauma, how you can turn your pain into power. Would you all please help me welcome author, Miss Melissa Carr. Thank hello. you. Thank you. How are hello. You? Hello, Butter. Thank you so much for that warm welcome. Oh, no problem. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing really good. Really good. I'm super excited to be talking to you today. Well, here at Transparency Talks Podcast, I like to dive right on in. Can you tell everybody a little bit about your background? Absolutely. Um, so first and foremost, my name is Melissa Carr. I just celebrated a, my 50th birthday a couple weeks ago. Yay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And um, I, I'm from Delaware. I've spent most of my life in Delaware. 20 plus years in Newcastle um, County um, of Delaware. And I have an extensive background, about 20 plus years of leadership. And that's what kind of helped me as a thought leader when pro um, in the process of uh, writing my, my book. Okay. All right. So we are talking about transforming trauma, how you can turn your pain into power. I absolutely love the title. So what Thank inspired you. you to write this book and why? Why now? Okay, yeah. So a <laughs> uh, funny, th funny thing is about mm, three years ago, around the summer 2019, which I kind of share this in my intro as well. But in 2019, God just spoke to me, you know, I was just sitting out on my deck, spending a lot of time outside, you know, I was home on a medical leave. So I was just kind of, you know, spending a lot of time out there and just gathering my thoughts. And he spoke to me and said, you know, you need to write a book, you know, you need to share your story with other people. So I'm like, how do you do that? You know, um, okay. But I paused and I just listened and I just started documenting my journey through the process. Every day I would just document, document. My my phone was full of notes. I just would document, document. And then finally it happened. You know, I ran into some wonderful um, like family friend members that connected me with an amazing um, book creator course with Professor Custer of Georgetown University. And then um, I paired them with New Degree Press Publishing. So um, 
that's how it all got started. And I really think that the time was perfect. It couldn't have been a better time because this was 2019, like towards the end. And then boom, 2020, we hit a pandemic, right? So I think not only I was going through a traumatic experience, but the world was going through some traumatic experiences because everything was changing. Nothing was the same for anyone. So that's why I think it was important to go ahead and, and, and it happened at a perfect time. So I was just obedient and did what God asked me to do. And it was perfect timing. And I started writing in 2021. Okay. So how did you come up with this title? Because it's, it's definitely a deep title. Thank you. So I... I basically, I kind of, again, out there on that deck, I was just, you know, like thoughts were coming, you know, it's, it's kind of like, okay, when I went through what I went through, which is basically job loss and health issues. Um, once I kind of started thinking about those things and like, instead of going into a dark space, I was trying to figure ways of how I could turn this into power. So I would turn my what happened to me into power and take control of what was happening to me, right? So, and then when I got into the uh, the publishing, my one of my edit, my first editor actually, her and I were going over titles, you know, because it was early in this early stages, and I wasn't sure. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to, you know? I had already written down how how you can turn this thing into power. I had right. that already written down when I had to complete my coursework with the community but I didn't have the transforming trauma piece to it. So as I was working with that um, editor in the first um, part, the first session, we kind of came up, <clears throat> excuse me, with adding the transforming the trauma to pair it to that. And that's how I married those two together and came up with that title. We're taking a pause for the cause. It's your girl, Butterbeer. <laughs> this is one of my singles entitled Straight In My Heart. Hope you guys like it. Like it, love it, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms, Butterbee Rocker. Let's go. See you, got me thinking about the very first time that we met. Ever since I've been to dreaming, boy, I'm hooked on you, don't want to break free of your spell. Now I
Yeah, I, I think that the title definitely will make people want to read the book, you know? Great. Thank it's you. Very, it's very, because people are going through things. And if I see this title, how you can turn your pain into power, I'm definitely going to read it because, you know, people are into self-help and yes. it's even better. Like I have a book out too. It's yes. even better when it's personal. And when yes. you're talking about some of the things that you have personally been through, that's then right. You can relate better. So I think that it's a perfect, you know. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for that. No problem. So do you see writing as a kind of a spiritual or therapeutic practice? <laughs> it was both actually. So and and that's a really good question. Um, because and to help other people, and that's what I'm all about, helping other people. So when I was writing, I found that. I couldn't write the book until I completely healed from what I went through. Mm -hmm. So once I was healed, I was able to start writing. And as I was writing it, like as I was writing, writing through the different chapters, I could feel like, oh, I'm over that. You know, I'm really healed from what happened to me because had I been writing this or talking about this a month or two, I mean, I'm sorry, a year ago, then I would have been, you know, having that pit in my stomach that I refer to a lot or, you know, just, wouldn't have been able to move forward. So I found it both, it was um, healing for me mm -hmm. and already confirmation that I was healed. So each time I was writing, going through and stroking, going through those chapters, I felt the healing process. Spiritual, a lot of it was because like I said, God gave me this idea. This wasn't my idea, so I can't take credit for it. Mm -hmm. He gave it to me. So as I was going through it, because of what I was going through, I refer to what I knew as growing up as, you know, in my childhood, you know, growing up in the church. So I knew how to connect the two. So that's where the spiritual came in. So I do have some, a little bit of spiritual, um, you know, quotes um, in the, in the book for that reason. Okay. When I wrote my book, you know, I, I felt very vulnerable because I was being very transparent, you know, with things that was going on in my life. Do you feel like you was vulnerable as you was writing this out? Oh my gosh, you just gave me like goosebumps, like no lie. I just got goosebumps. Absolutely. And I tell you what, 
I had to become vulnerable in order to write the book mm -hmm. because I have a large social media presence. However, I was still a very private person, right? So all people saw was this, you know, this Melissa that gets dressed up and is always smiling and, you know, but that was the part that God wanted me to reveal to right. the people. He wanted me to show people that, you know, I am human too, right? right. And that just because you go through a traumatic experience, it doesn't mean that you have to get stuck in that in that place. So I did, I started sharing, I shared my story. Mm -hmm. It was a secret, it was very private. I didn't want people, only very close people to me knew what was going on in my life. But once I made that decision to write the book, I knew right then, okay, hey. And I didn't once regret it. I didn't want to say, oh my gosh, don't put that in there. I, I put what I needed to put in there to help other people. And, and I think that was, that was huge because again, people look at me and they feel like, oh, nothing happens to her. You know, she's, she's all, you know, everything's great for her, you know, but life happens for all of us. Yeah, definitely. So which of the characters do you relate to the most and why? Oh <clears throat> yeah. So in chapter three, my chapter three is called Betrayal. Mm -hmm. And um, my character there was Rose. And Rose basically went through a, a divorce, a, a, a horrible divorce situation. Um, I, I didn't go through a divorce. However, I could still relate my situation because I was fired from my job, you know, that I worked to, worked at for 19 years, right? Mm -hmm. And I was very loyal and de dedicated to my job. So when things happened and, you know, nothing was going wrong, the only thing that went wrong was is that I had a medical situation, so I was unable to go to work. So as a result of that, at some point I was fired. Well, once I was fired, I'm like, whoa, I felt betrayed, Right. you know? That felt like betrayal to me. So that's how I could relate to that chapter um, because although the situations were different, it still was relatable because mm -hmm. it's still betrayal. Betrayal is betrayal, whether it's a job loss, whether it's a relationship, a friendship, you know? So that's how I, I relate to that character most. Um, which was Rose in Chapter 3 of Betrayal. Taking a pause for the cause, this is Butterbee Rocker Transparency no Talks Podcast, baby. This is Neff 150 with Sympathy. Take a walk, come and build with me here. Pick a spot, now sit and watch how the hood's with me. We put in work, conversation at a minimum. I'm straightforward, no loose ends, remember who? Stick to the script, blueprint of an architect. Strictly about business, that other shit. Step off with that. I'm cold hearted when it comes to my cash flow. I switch lanes and you ain't got good brain, that's my last. Terrible, ain't it? Fourth quarter flow, so faded. I brush them off like I just finished painting. But young, the straight villains, they don't know how to chill. But can you tell the hungry who gotta search for his meals and that precious? We don't know about keep the sawed off in the couch. That's the thing I learned in the South. New Jersey birthed me, Atlanta adopted me. Internationally known, so ain't nobody stopping me. Treated like Monopoly and trap house your property. Bootleg your backyard and have the hood work for me. Mm, yeah. Bosses do what bosses do, feel me?
Yeah, I never really cared for the bully type. Nah. You crossed me wrong, I show you with that bullet like. Too many haters, too many envy, too many skill. Too many fake, too many n- thinking they real. See, out here, you gotta watch who you deal with. Cause anybody and everybody ain't who to chill with. See, Marvin Gaye used to tell us how to sex a woman. Never did he elaborate on how to respect a woman. I take it serious, point blank, period. Yeah, I laugh and joke, but truthfully, I ain't feeling uh-uh. it. You lightweight fam, you don't understand my plan. I'm trying to brand my new shit in Japan. You thinking locally, see everything I write is like poetry. Can't compare you to me at all. I'm poetry. Streets may tell you what you want, but I ain't hearing it. Everything that you learned, I learned off experience. Divine showed me how to hustle. No fear for it. Major move, making clear that you can see I'm living it. Uh. several ways you can tune in to Transparency Talks podcast, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blaze One Radio in Atlanta, Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London, Rock Dan Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q-Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to butterbiraka.com. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A.com. Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at Butterbiraka. And subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. How did you come up with your chapters? Ah, that's a good one, too. You're asking me some really good, great questions here. So I got to tell you, when I when I wrote the book, I had I never had a desire to write a book. Never. Right. This was all God's doing, you know. So when I sat down, when I got into the book program and I was in the community, I was with my editor and the technique that Professor Custer was, you know, delivering, I wasn't grasping it. For some reason, my brain just could not grasp the technique, right? Mm-hmm. But what I thought... I started writing in topics. I started making topics. So I was coming up with different topics that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I would make the topics. And so I told my my editor, Benet at the time, I said, you know, um, I'm not grasping his technique. And she said, oh, no worries. You know, you can, this is just a, 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 the structure for you. You can do what works best for you. Right. I was like, okay. So I kept writing in these topics. Well, ultimately at the end, unbeknownst to me, those topics became chapters. Mm-hmm. So I was able to transform those into chapters, like literally made those into chapters. Some of them I had to tweak a little bit. Then my ch- uh, chapter number five, I, I also allowed my characters to um, have some input on a chapter name. So like chapter five, I reached out to my character there and asked her, 
how would she like to see that chapter title? So she helped me with the chapter as well. So we we tweaked it. I met her halfway with the title. Same thing for um, chapter seven as well. So kind of those are that's how I came up with my chapters. Okay, so your chapters in your book are most similar to you and people you know. That's correct. Or yes, and they were they actually they were people I knew except for one I did not know, but I met in the community in the author community. And I was able to interview her because her and I, we built a relationship in the community. So then it was like, oh, wow, you have an amazing story here, you know? So, and she was my chapter five, but yes, um, they were people that I did know. Okay. I entered, I had to interview them. Okay. I always found that the hardest part was to just start, you know, cause I didn't know where to start either. It was just like, just start. And then when I started writing, you know, where I thought was going to be chapter one, I, I would initially, you know, start there. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, oh, well, let me put this at the top. And then let me yep. put this down here. Was that your process as well? Yes. Oh, so I, I did move some things around. I had to move some things around um, as we got closer to them. But it was more so like, don't focus on the chapters now. That was our structure. Don't mm -hmm. focus on the chapter um, chapters right now. Just write. Just keep writing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wait, I'm writing. What is this going to turn into? Like, how's this going to come together and professor custer i promise you it's going to come together so we just kept writing and writing and then like towards the very very end like the very very end that's when i had to start like okay now i got to get these chapters in place and now i gotta make them make sense and everything just flowed and it was just it, it flowed at that point so you was in class right w with your professor when you was writing your stories and you was turning it in and letting him you know look at it and everything did he offer advice or did he want to keep you you know only focused on what you was doing and not not um you know try to sway you you know with your wording that's a really good question as well so with this program it was an amazing program I, i'll tell anyone I'll, I'll refer anyone to the program um it was very structured we had five different editors okay so I had my developmental editor that I started off with. So she was there kind of to help me get started. Right. You know, I'm just writing, don't know what's going on, just writing. And she's, you know, checking and making, you know, recommendations. And as we go, so mid um, June of 2021, I think it was, we had to turn in our first, our manuscript. So once we turned in the manuscript, now there's another editor reviewing that entire manuscript, right? So while they're reviewing the manuscript, we're out doing marketing. We're doing a marketing process. So, and we're not to touch anything. So then when we come back, now I have a, a um, what was it called? A manuscript outline that they provided and provided feedback. And to tell you there, there were two things that came up that were very important that stood out to me as recommendations. And one of them I accepted and one I did not. I agreed with both because it, I was, it, was, it was constructive feedback. Mm -hmm. One was, um, I wasn't using big words. Mm. I needed to use larger words, right? Mm -hmm. So my thing was, eh, I, you're right, I didn't, but I did it intentionally because mm -hmm. I wanna meet people where they are, right? Mm -hmm. So I want people to be able to pick up my book and, and anyone pick it up and understand because of what we're going through, they can understand what's going on reading my book without right. going to get a dictionary. Right. Number two was, you don't have enough research. And I, I admitted to that because I shied away from the research. And the reason I did was because 
I was afraid. I didn't want to plagiarize because I just wasn't certain on what to do. Right. Well, then my my marketing revisions editor, Chelsea, came in and that's when the game changed because she made sure that she told me, you know, taught me exactly how it was supposed to be done. Right. So then I felt more comfortable. And then that's when I started getting all this research, gathering all this research, put a lot of weight on me doing it that way, but I got it done. So yes, they did offer um, a lot of, you know, feedback, but it was up to you whether you accept it or not. But it was all, it was all great. I felt it was all great feedback. Okay. So what part of the book did you have the hardest time writing? Um, so, excuse me, I'll go with, there's a couple places that kind of hit me, but I was, I didn't have to take a break. I kept going, but I'll use one. I'll use chapter, um, seven abandonment. Mm -hmm. And, um, that is a child, well, high school, well, we went to high school together, one of my classmates and, um, it was a death by suicide situation. So I interviewed her and it was, um, I, I, you know, once I interviewed her, I knew what to expect because of what she shared with me, but it was just, you know, difficult because, you know, knowing that your friend went through something like that, you know, and, and you're writing about it. And she was so gracious and brave to allow me to use her story. So not only did she have a death by suicide, but also her sister died the year prior unexpectedly to a drug overdose. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so that was kind of, you know, rough when I was going through that part because I felt for that individual, but I was able to get through it. She she did very well when I interviewed her. So, you know, but that was that was a tough part. I feel like fifth in the I shall be rolling in a ghost more power. Real niggas make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. I feel like 50 new. I got the power. I shall be rolling in a ghost more power. Real niggas make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. When I write shit like this, I ain't trying to get a check. I just came here to spit, inflate my respect. I'm the truth, no beat. What you thought I'm feeling like? Papa, I turn like doorknobs, heartthrob, yes, these women say that I'm the best, country, God in the flesh, I used to live in New York, piss, project stuff, I'm all in Atlanta like the martyr, I done been riding real dirty on the martyr, authentic artist, y'all better guard them, I'm about to be large as fuck, like the garden, I feel like fifth in the I got the power, I shall be rolling in a ghost more power, real niggas make a toast to the power, all my hitters make a toast to the power. I feel like 50 new. I got the power. I should be rolling in the ghost more power. Real new. Make a toast to the power. All my hitters make a toast to the power. The flight's guard in the south. Ready, stand the clout. I'ma spit them bars till I lay down your mama house. I'm from Carolina. Cornbread at my mama house. I can shoot down a deer. Drag that bitch to my mama house. When I spit, it's like a llama out. My pen don't miss. I'm on that green arrow shoot. I'm on everybody out. And I'm closing in fast. I'm a brand new Rory with my jealous on the gas. I'm feeling like Nas on some flash. 
kiss when I spit this fast And like I said, trip, pun with a love this He probably be like, hot me from the south that night On my dirt road flow, flow immaculate like the president Air Force One on some other shit It's me, Malachi, OG, Mali I'm feeling like the new Ali I feel like 50 new. I got power I shall be rolling in a ghost mode power Real niggas make a toast to the power All my hitters make a toast to the power I feel like 50 new. I got power I shall be rolling in a ghost mode power Real niggas make a toast to the power All my hitters make a toast to the power Yeah
Transparency Talks podcast is brought to you today by the Defiant Ones Teen Magazine, a magazine for teens by teens, which discusses the latest fashion, entertainment, trends, financial literacy, bullying, school, sex trafficking, the health and wellness of teens and young adults, and so much more. Join Teen Brothers founders Christian and DeCorey Robinson and so many other young adults that are defying the odds by subscribing to the online and paperback magazine and listen to Defiant One's Teen Podcast on all podcast platforms today. For more information, go to www.defiantonesmag.com. Once again, that's defiantonesmag.com. So your book is each each chapter is based off of some is based off of someone's type of trauma and how actually they actually um four chapters the first obviously is the memoir part which is me um obviously um and then three chapters are specific to my care three characters and then the rest is more so of like self-help techniques my toolkit what i use to help me manage you know through my process my coping skills Mm-hmm. So can you give just a few examples of, of some coping skills? Absolutely. Um, I just, um, on Sunday, um, I have a big one to share with you on Sunday. Um, for those that, you know, that know me very well, that have been following me on social media, I, this past Sunday, if I wasn't fired from my job, I would have been, it would have been my 22nd year anniversary. Mm-hmm. So those dates, whenever you go through a traumatic experience, you're going to always have dates that are forever etched in your memory, whether it's a death, a job loss, whatever it is, right. it's gonna be etched in your memory, right? So that date came up before when that date would come up, it was like, you know, I felt really, you know, sad about it, but not like, I never got depressed about that part of it, but just a little sad. But I started being able to, like I said, once I went through my healing process, I was now able to celebrate that and celebrate that a different way. So mm-hmm. what I did was is I made that day a special day. So I went out and I did what exactly what I wanted to do, things that made me happy. Um, I went by myself. I didn't take anyone with me. My mother's always with me. My mama bear is what I call her. She's always with me. But I went out by myself um, on Sunday and I did everything. And I took videos. I did videos. I did TikTok videos. I did pictures. I did. I sat down and enjoyed um, by the water because I love being at the water. Just love. It's just a, a, a piece there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had crabs, which is my favorite. So I just did everything that, you know, I enjoy doing and I did it on Sunday in spite of that being before or prior, it was a bad time for me. Mm-hmm. So you know, so I encourage, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You now are associating your, your, your bad day with turning it into a positive. I like Absolutely. That. Yeah. And, and that's what I, that's how I've done all of it. I've, I've been able to train my brain. It's a mindset thing. You have to, it's not something that happens overnight. It's work. You have to put in the work for it. And and I was willing to do it because I, I was more important than what happened to me. Right. So I put in that work to make sure that I'm able to turn those experiences into positive experiences. Right. Okay. Okay. So what inspiration do you have for others who are going through traumatic experiences? So if, if I can, if I may, I do have my book here, over here. I want to read a quote from the book, um, if that's okay, Please real do. quick. Um, it's a Brene Brown. I love her. So I just want to kind of read this quote. It's, oh, goodness. Can't even see it. Our job is not to de- deny the story, but to defy the ending. Mm-hmm. 
to rise strong, recognize our story, and rumble with the truth until we get to a place where we think, yes, this is what happened, this is my truth, and I will choose how the story ends, right? So I say all that to say, and that's Brene Brown, I love her, but I say that to say that we have total control of how we show up every day. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever something happens, you know, a traumatic experience or an event happens, we have total control of how we respond to that at the end of the day. So if something happens, you know, then like we share, turn that into a positive, find a way. It, it's tough, it's not easy, but it's, it's, it's doable. And once you're able to do that, mm -hmm. then you can, um, you'll find that you're much more, again, you have total control of what's happening. So my advice is, is that, well, or, or my inspiration is, you're not alone, trust me, everyone out here is going through something. It may not be, it, they all may look different, but everyone out here is experiencing something, right? right. Um, there is hope, you know, there is help available for you if you're not able, if you're not able to manage it on your own, then by all means, I know there's a stigma around counseling or therapists. Please, please, please do yourself a service and instead of a disservice and get yourself the help that you need. It's all private, confidential. Um, you don't have to share with anyone. You can do it from the comfort of your home. You know, I personally did it back when I first went through my experience, did it for a couple of months and that was it, you know, but it was something I had to do. Never had to do it before, but I just needed an outlet. I needed a third party to hear, hear what was, what I was thinking was happening. And when it happened, I was good. I was done. So just, that's just my, my inspiration to you. And just, you know, always, always, always. And also, I'm available on social media. Reach out to me if you need someone to talk to. Uh, see what the doc prescribed. Here's a fine chick with thick thighs and a slim waist to get my blood pressure down and kick my feet up. Got the love dose to get tired. I ain't in how she invited me. Gotta make sure she feel right with me. Gotta make sure she never minus me. The brakes off on a center right behind the key. Say you've been sick. Boy, you been coming down with something. You don't know what it is. But you can feel it in your stomach Maybe it's because she ain't been loving you right When was the last time she put it down on that night And make it break a sweat I put it down like a seasoned vet And then press reset Around three and we ain't done yet I bet you I will Take me like a pill I know how it feels She's making you ill Why you need to leave her I can put your temperature where it needs to be When that is all I need Take a dose of me and you'll be fine One dose, two dose, three dose You can overdose on me tonight Never too much I clear it all up Whatever you want Baby, you know I got the mightiest touch I bet you I will Take me like a I know how it feels 
I'ma see you first. I'ma make sure that you're good. I'ma be a nurse. Baby, show me where it hurts. I'm about that work. Cause your girl ain't doing it. Just a dose of you'll be alright. Okay, it's been a minute since I got in it. Say that thing cold, then I'm trying to lean in it. Hey, check me out, go. Hell, I've been the blood. Trying to cop a sip of you just to test the drug. I'm young, too. It's faded love 
you can tune in to Transparency Talks podcast, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blaze One Radio in Atlanta, Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London, Rock Dan Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q-Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to butterbiraka.com. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A.com. Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at Butterbiraka. And subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. What advice would you give someone who wants to do a book but don't know how to get started? Sure. So... Uh, excuse me, because I definitely didn't know how to get started. I had no clue. Um, right. So what I would say is, is you know, there, like I said, my publishing company was New Degree Press Publishing. And I started, though, with um, book creators um, with Professor Custer from Georgetown University. He does have several different programs that he's running. That, in fact, I think there's one coming this June. If you want more information, you can reach out to me on social media, um, on my Facebook, uh, Melissa Carr Beyond Inspiration, and I can give you the details. And also I'll pop it here into the YouTube um, comments as well, but just do it. Um, most importantly, start writing. If, if you have a thought, start writing. Um, is it easy? No, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it and everyone's not doing it, right? So, and Butter, you can attest to that. So just start writing start writing and figure don't worry about all the other stuff just write that's what's most important just write you need the content and then get yourself a, a an accountability partner someone to help you you know a community you want a community is what i needed to bring that structure so a community that's that that's why i will tell you about new degree press and um, book creators and creator institute because that is how I was able to manage because I needed that discipline um, and just the accountability, the accountability partner, mm -hmm. but just write and just go do it. Let me ask you a question. So I found that when I started writing my book, it was just like the people came, the help came. Was it like that for you? Yikes. So yes and no. So in the community, um, yes. I met lots of people all across the world, everywhere. So, you know, we would reach out and we could share, you know, um, you know, but then there was times that was lonely, you know, even though you were in that community. And when I say that is because 
everything's not for everyone, right? And like I said, writing a book is not easy. So you have to be, and, and in fairness to some of those that were out, you know, I, I'm not working, but still it doesn't negate the fact that I still had to be determined to get it done because I could have easily said, I'm not doing this. Right. But I say that there were times that it actually, um, it got lonely, but there was help. There was help. I just had to reach for it. I had to, it wasn't like it just landed there. You had to go and ask for it. And I, I, I'm the person that I will ask for help. And that's something that I actually learned in the community because I had to do a marketing campaign. I had to ask for help. And I did have a problem with it before, but I don't have a problem anymore. I will ask for help. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. Okay. So what have you found to be the most rewarding after publishing your book? Oh my goodness. So first and foremost, the impact, the impact, like my reviews, I published on December 20th of 2021. I've gotten about 26 good reviews so far. Um, And just the impact, just to hear how the story is resonating with people, how like I'm hearing people say, oh my gosh, I'm going through this or this happened to me too. And I didn't know this, you know, I didn't know and they didn't know what was happening to me until I shared my story, you know? So that's been the most rewarding for me has been the impact to see how it's transforming lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I have to say, I'm, I'm going to just leave it there at the impact. I'm going to say the impact. And you know what? No, I'm just, the community, because the community is still there. Although I've published, I'm done. The community still exists. So if there's something that I need, I can go reach out to the community. My editors are still there. In mm-hmm. fact, my editor just hosted my, um, she emceed my, book launch, you know, for me a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, they're still there. So th- that's been rewarding as well. Okay. What was the feeling when you held your book in your hands for the first oh, time? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so when, so I, I know, you know, this feeling too, as an author, but when the, when the boxes were delivered first, I was stalking, like looking, looking, checking, checking, like, where are these boxes at? Right. And then when the boxes arrived, I'm like, Oh my gosh. So then my mom, she has to bring the boxes in for me, right? So she brings them in and it was, and I, and, and I had to hold on to them. I could have opened them, but I wanted to do a, a unboxing. So I wanted to be, you know, wanted to do everything to happen all at the same time. Right. So I had, I held these boxes for a few days before I actually popped the box open. Can you believe that? But when I actually opened it and I was able to fill the book, the cover, and just was like, wow. I did that, you know, and mm-hmm. again, I'm, I'm going to give credit to God, but we did that, yeah, you know, yeah. and, 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 um, it was just amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. I can understand that. Well, <laughs> where can we learn more about you and your book? So, um, I'm, my book is on Amazon and of course, anywhere that you can purchase books. Um, but I'm out, I'm definitely out there for on Amazon. I will also direct ship if you're interested um with a pre, um, signed copy if you want a direct ship um, book it would be signed and that would be for me directly now i'm currently i don't have a setup on my website at this time however you can go to my website which is www.melissacarauthor.com again that's www.melissacarauthor.com and you can go in the section and um leave comments there leave your email information and i will reach back out to you to set up the process for the direct ship. And, or you can reach me on my social media platform, which is Facebook, which is my main one. I'm on all of them, but 
Facebook is the go-to. So reach me on um, Facebook at, again, that's um, Melissa Carr, Beyond Inspiration. Okay. Well, I want to thank you so much for being a part of Transparency Talks podcast. Learned a whole lot and I can't wait to read your book. I am going to order it and I'm going to read it and I'm going to leave a comment because we need comments, people, on our Amazon. So make sure you support, support, support and not only support, tell a friend to tell a friend, post it on your page. It costs nothing to post on your page. Post it on your page. And leave comments when you read the books, you know? So Yeah. <laughs> so and and that's 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 great. And you know, I wanna before we go, I wanna thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And also I'm gonna not this copy, but I'm gonna also send you I'm gonna send you a copy oh, okay. of the book. Okay. okay so I'll I'm gonna send you a copy. I'll just reach out to you and get your information, but I'm gonna send you a free copy. Okay. So don't worry about going to purchase unless you wanna purchase for someone else pay it forward or something, but I'm going to send you a copy. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. And again, thank you so much for being a part of Transparency Talks podcast. And with that, everybody, we are out of here. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you so much. Talk Take to you care. Thank you so much for tuning in to Transparency Talks podcast. I'm going to leave you with the Black Bettys. This is Love by You. Believe how